Twitter handle at religion of woke, all one word. Remember, Trump is a crazy person who drives people nuts, but he didn't start a war like George W. Bush or Obama. Iraq and Syria. So I'm listening to Robert Wright talk to a guy named Derek Davison. Derek Davison is some sort of expert on Iraq or the Middle East. And so they're going over Iraq. Um, Iraq is kind of in the news because the U.S. did some uh, maybe drone bombing, I think. A couple of those in Iraq, maybe one in Syria or vice versa. And I think it's in retaliation because... So they were they attacked some militias, some... I guess they're Shiite militias, Iranian-backed, as they say, militias. And so a couple of those Iranian-backed Shiite militias um, did some drone attacks on stuff on the U.S. I don't, I don't think it killed any Americans, but whatever. A little too close for the Americans' comfort, and so the Americans struck back. So the first interesting thing is uh, drones. I had to go, you know, I went on YouTube to look it up. Like, America has drones that look like F-16s and cost, you know, $100 million or something. But I went on YouTube and, like, you know, how, how, what, what kind of big drone can I get? And so for, like, a few thousand dollars, you know, used, um, you can get a drone that can hold 26 pounds. This drone is pretty cool. And they got other ones, you know, they got ones that hold 25 pounds, 24 pounds. You know, maybe up to 10 grand when they're new, and then, you know, on eBay for like 2 grand, 3 grand, stuff like that. And uh, this one was an Agra, anyway, its name had the word Agra in it, because it it has a big bucket, I guess as you know, whatever. It holds a, a few gallons of pesticide, and you just fly over your crops, and this, you know, it's like a quadcopter, except bigger, and I think it has six blades. And it just, it sprays pesticide. So if this thing can spray pesticide, you know, it must have at least a button on the remote control that'll let you push it, and then that'll start and stop the pesticide spraying. So that sounds to me like you could, uh, you know, get yourself some grenades or, you know, 26 pounds of whatever kind of explosives you can get your hands on, and then, you know, it'll maybe be able to pull the pin and drop that sucker and you know you're like you're watching on your smartphone you can see exactly what the drone sees uh i mean basically it's pretty crazy i mean i never thought about it but i, I have a friend who has a drone i mean he could he can he drove you know he he can uh fly his drone over his neighbor's houses i mean and quite a distance so if american you know terrorists at home or whatever terrorists abroad you know, it's almost surprising why haven't they figured out how to use these uh, drones. You know, they're made in China. You buy them on Amazon and eBay. Um, seems like a pretty, you know, all of a sudden you have an Air Force. You go from living in a cave to having your own little Air Force. So anyways, apparently they have been doing it for a few years now. But I think that's, you know, this is the future. Now that everyone reads an article about this, I think they're all going to go, Hey, that's a great idea. And luckily we blew them up so that the entire world will read that article. Well, so what's going on with Iraq in general? So I was looking at a map of Iraq and uh, basically there's no people in the bottom third of the country. So it must be some sort of desert. 
so the top a little bit more than the half is uh there's like three bands and at the top is the kurds below that is the sunni that's what saddam was and below that is the shia that's where baghdad is and i, I think you know the largest proportion of people are the shia and then the sunni were the other arabs there that used to rule and there's a lot of them and the kurds there's a lot of them and they kind of like they don't they don't whatever they wish they had never been part of iraq and saddam used to like gas them that was a famous thing he used to do well oh you know so did you ever wonder what's the difference between the sunni and the shia so like everyone likes muhammad you know he's the prophet but allah is the god and muhammad is his prophet or whatever the saying is but there's a guy named Ali, which is kind of funny because you got Muhammad Ali, the boxer. But anyways, so the Sunni, which is most of the Arabs in the Arab world, um, they think Muhammad is the only prophet. But then the Shia, they think that Ali took over being a prophet from Muhammad, like it got passed down to Ali. And so... I think the Sunni are like, you are heretics. You know, they probably think Ali is a great guy, but he was never a real prophet or something like that. You know, you only, you, you hate people who are close to your religion, but slightly differently than most. I'll just say Muslim names. Muhammad, Ali, and Aisha for girls. Like, those are the three big names. Those are the three famous, most famous people from the Quran, And then people name their kids after him like crazy. They got, you know, I think if you look up the, you go to some Arab country and look up the phone book. It's like Muhammad Muhammad is super common. Like ton, you know, you might have a million Muhammad Muhammads in a country. And I forget what. Sounds racist to me. Somehow they have a way of telling each other apart. But anyways, obviously, eh, a white person in America ain't going to know Jack. So anyways, I think the Kurds are doing all right. I mean, whatever. If you live in America, you would not want to move into the Kurd. You would not want to move there, but compared to some of the other people, the Kurds are doing all right. The Sunni, that's where IS or ISIS, Islamic State, went. And so that strip of all the Sunni people, apparently they got, whatever, they got caught in the middle of, I mean, maybe they were joining ISIS or caught in the middle of ISIS. You know, I'm sure if you're a kid or a mom, you're not joining. And so there's a big war and ISIS got you know, hey, we defeated ISIS. Well, you know, the way we did that is we destroyed, reduced to rubble, all the Sunni cities. So they're like living in camps and stuff. And then the Shia part with like Baghdad and whatnot, which is where, you know, America hangs out and props up the government. Um, whatever. They haven't been reduced to rubble, but they're starting to have every summer, you know, it gets hot there. I don't know how hot it gets, but you know, that whatever. It gets hot make america look like nothing it gets hot and so the government the, the government you know the the u.s propped up government is a terrible government it can't keep the electricity going there's you know rolling blackouts all the time and you got no air conditioning and it's 120 degrees and your babies who know you know your baby's probably suffering and you're you're angry and so every summer they get riots basically you know protests mostly peaceful protests uh, you know, I think with guns, and we'll see what happens there, but basically we'll see what happens there. Uh, America may pull out at some point, uh, and if that happens, then 
Maybe the country will fall into disarray. Iran is kind of trying to control it. Uh, you know, maybe if America leaves, Iran takes over, or ISIS comes back, or they just muddle along as a crappy country that, you know, they're not united and they can't keep the lights on. Alright, I'm just going to tell you anything interesting that these guys say. Um, why is America in, our, in the Middle East? Well, it's to protect America from being attacked in the Middle East. It's like, you know, we got to protect Americans from the Iranians. But the only Americans the Iranians can attack are the ones that are in the Middle East. So it's like a circle. Like, you know, you keep your troops there to protect your troops there. And there may be no other reason. And then what about Syria? It's good to remember, uh, who started that war in Syria? It was Obama. I don't know if you remember, he, Obama had a red line. He said, if you cross this red line, we're going to get you. And, uh, and then Syria crossed that red line, like, right afterwards. And then we didn't get them, you know, whatever. Like, we were going to we were gonna really show them. Instead, we just did our, you know, mild thing that, whatever. We killed a small amount of people, and it amounted to nothing. And then we kept doing that under Trump, and we're doing it under Biden now today. So Obama said, no troops on the ground, boots on the ground in Syria. Then he sent a few hundred there. And then Trump was like, we're going to take them all out. And then he increased the number there. But then towards the end of his uh, presidency, he decreased the number there. If you don't know, I believe in getting the heck out of the whole thing. No Americans, no American military stuff in the Middle East. Whatever, you know, they can... They're gonna, it's, the whole place is going to blow up a little bit, and then it will sort itself out. Instead of like just having a low blowing up constantly. Plus the attack on Iraq. I mean, you know, how many millions of people had their lives destroyed there? I mean, lots. George W. But you know, people are like, Trump's the worst president I ever had. It's like, man, George W. Bush destroyed the world a hundred times worse than Trump ever even thought of doing. In fact, Trump's just a crazy person. It drives people nuts, but that's his. That's you know, that's Trump in a nutshell. Okay, why does Iran hate us? Well, you might think they hated us because in the fifties they had a democratically elected president, and we overthrew their whole government. But that's not why they hate us. That government was like a secular. Basically, we shouldn't have done that. I think the CIA did that. They were going to be like a wonderful country, democratic country, but. Something, something, oil, we overthrew them um, and put in a dictator, the Shah, who was uh, overthrown by a bunch of, uh, you know, Muslims, a bunch of religious people in 79, and so, and they're still in power, that's the Iranian government, they're not going to say, oh, we hate America because of the, over, you know, because of getting rid of the one guy and putting in the Shah in the 50s, because the guy that was gotten rid of he wasn't religious, so anyways, they don't talk about that. The reason why they hate us is we supported Iraq in the Iraq-Iran war. America's so stupid. We support Iraq versus Iran, and then we overthrow Iraq. I mean, ridiculous. And now we gotta put our, we gotta keep troops in Iraq to combat Iran. Okay, why do we have American boots on the ground controlling? oil fields in Syria. Well, because we have Americans 
in Iraq that the Iranians pay people to attack. We don't like any friends of Iran. And the Syrian government is friends with Iran. But so why do we hate Iran? The answer is because Israel hates Iran. Those two countries hate each other. So, I don't know if I said it clearly. We have boots on a boots on the ground ground in Syria because we don't we want to get rid of that government because they're friends with Iran, which we want to get rid of that government. It's because they don't like Israel. So that's the Middle East. <laughs>